Hello and welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball. I'm Joe and as always joined by Sam. Hello. Hello. Sam. Hello. Um, we have, oh, we've had the results of the first round, like load of fan voting for the All-Star game. So we are going to, um, to make our All-Star picks, much like we did last year, if anyone also listened to that. Um, so yeah, we've both made lists and we are going to see what what differences we have and you know see if we can come to uh to some agreement yes i guess okay so yeah i think we both have there's some lock there's obvious locks on both sides of players that are just there's not really any argument about so should we go through those to start with yeah which one should we do east or west first west okay do you want to do your locks? Because I think you've got fewer locks than me. Yes, slightly fewer. Okay, I've I've got uh, LeBron, Curry, Jokic, Morant. And then I've gone for Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I have all of those. I'm guessing your extra locks, you've also got, like, the Suns players in? Some of them? Uh, wait, have you only got six locks then? Yes, actually, I've got six absolute locks. I mean, some of these, some of the others are, are probably locks, but okay, they, so I had to think slightly more about them. My extra locks are Draymond, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, the Booker one's interesting, but what like Booker scores the most, obviously, for the Suns, but. I know that's the thing with that is the Suns, I felt like, obviously should get some players, but I don't know, I was sort of not sure whether Booker was definitely the one, which is sort of why he's not a lock for me. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I mean, uh, I have got him in, um, but if you look at box plus minus and stuff, he actually, he's he's not as good as Chris Paul on that, and might no, even be below Aiton. No, that's true. That's true. He, their offense is way better when he's on the floor, though. Like six points better, and he's shooting forty percent from three. Um, he was, yeah, he was my closest of those locks to not being a lock. If we're getting into the weeds with it a little bit, um, I think I don't know really where I stand on like the teams that win a lot should have a certain number of all stars. But there is like the Suns. It feels like it should definitely have two. Partly because they're also, it's a weird one. It's not like, yeah. you're going to get some teams that win as many games as them who just have like a mega star, but they don't have that. So it feels like, well, they've got to have two players who are really, really good because they don't have one that's that's it, like another level, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I spoiler alert, I've, I've, I've gone for two Suns players, um, but not neither of them locks because it's like, out of the three, really, I feel like I don't know. I, are you, I feel like I could make an argument for any two of them. Yeah, yeah, I think you. Well, I think Maybe. if you're going to have two, you have to have Chris Paul. I yeah. think I think okay, Chris yeah. Paul is. Yeah, I think Chris Paul was like quite an easy but, lock for me. Okay, did you say Paul was a lock? Yeah. So you got Paul and Booker as locks. Yeah, it was those okay. two and Cat were my locks that you didn't have. I think. You still said Draymond Green. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that that one's yeah, interesting. I mean it's basically as 
plus minus stuff is ridiculous, isn't it? Second in defensive win shares, eighth in total in assists per game. Um, And yeah, the Warriors are like historically great defensively again. And it's not quite entirely because of him, but they're not anywhere near that if they don't have him, if you replace him with a normal basketball player. Yeah. I think the thing for me that made it where I I wasn't bringing him straight away and had to compare him to some other people and stuff before that was um, he is basically the the scoring, which obviously is like, yeah, he he does everything else really well. But yeah, it's it's quite funny that all his, his assists, his rebounds and his scoring, or maybe it's his defensive rebounds, I don't know, are all in the sevens. I think it might be eights. I think it might be they're all in the eights, but I think they are all, yeah, yeah. He, he has. Oh no, they are all in the sevens. I rounded yeah. up the scoring to yeah, seven point nine, seven point six, seven point four. Yeah, so that's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I do also have him in, and I also do have Towns. Just they weren't locks. Yeah, I found the Draymond one like. So that is obviously partly team winning, isn't it, Um, to include him. But the Warriors are just such a different team with him on the floor. Yeah. Um, And it's interesting you said about comparison as well, because you can't, there isn't really a comparison. But I don't know if, how many other players in the league can get anywhere near an all-star team with 7.9 points per game? Yeah, I know that's, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? yeah, basically, it's as much as anything, it's the system, isn't it, which makes the Warriors so great, and he just embodies that. Um, and so, so how many locks do you have in total then in the West? Because I have ten. So do do you not have a couple that I have? No, you had six, didn't you? Yes. And then, and my then you had our uh, Draymond. Okay. Paul, Booker, and Cat, are they? Yes, okay. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. So Towns is a <laughs> so, 42.2% from three, 10th in VORP, 11th in offensive box plus minus. I thought that was quite yeah. an easy one, really. Yeah, I, I, I went for him in the end. But um, <clears throat> I guess just, um, I don't know. They're doing better than they usually do, but his team's not amazing. Not doing amazing. and Well, they've got about the same record as LeBron's Lakers, to be fair. Yeah, and he's not an MVP contender. But I guess LeBron is scoring almost 30 points a night. You know. And and also at this point with LeBron James, there is the... He's LeBron James. I mean, even if he's scoring like 22 points a night, if he's still playing, he's probably getting in the All-Star team. Yeah. Well, he's going to get in the All-Star team point. anyway, because the thing is with LeBron yeah. scoring 22 a night, it's probably 22, 8 and 8 or something. So it's like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he is, he is, well, he is the biggest star. So you saw, oh yeah, I know, it's almost, obviously, obviously if he was terrible, he wouldn't get in. But as long as he's still performing at a good level, um, yeah, you just, you just, you just got to be in the All-Star team really, hasn't he? Yeah, so who are your have you who are your extra players then? So you've got all of my ten, albeit in like slightly different categories. 
Who were your other two? Okay, I had, um, in the end, I went for Doncic and Lillard. Oh, interesting. So Lillard didn't make my long list. No. He was he was one that, he was the last one I put in when I realised, just before we started recording, that I'd only picked 11. Um, he was the extra one that went in. Um, and he was on my on my uh, shortlist, or long list, whatever you want to call it, really. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his numbers are decent. He's not been as good as before, but you know, I mean, he's still his team are now bad. He's probably going to be traded, but like he's still like, really important to that team. I. The 32.4% from three kind yeah. of took him out of it for me. Um, 24 points per game. Like, it's a little bit... I mean, we'll come on to this, I think, with Doncic as well and Harden in the East is where players being underwhelming when they were, like... Yeah. When they're in that sort of top 15 yeah, group that's of players. Thing, that's why I didn't have him in originally. But but then it's like, when you look at it compared to the other people I was thinking about, it's sort of... I mean, there are other people I was thinking about that you could get in, but then you look at objectively just like their performance you think yeah they've not really got any better argument than Lillard does if you just look objectively at it and not where they were before I don't know I know what you mean you've got different I'm very guilty of like wanting to go to the new thing partly like to reward almost as like a halfway house most improved player and I get that's not the point the thing I have with Lillard is he is I'm not sure he'd play in the I think he's out again now. Um, he's hurt and he has missed some time. And the Blazers are so bad. That's obviously not all his fault. Um, but I I took that. In, yeah, he's not played in the yeah. last five. Um, and I think he's out sort of indefinitely yeah. anyway. Um, and the shoot, when his shooting drops off, and obviously they're like the second worst or worst defense again. Uh, that's is not all on him, of course. But... He's, you know, what we just said about LeBron is Lillard's not on that level. He's not on the Steph and LeBron level where, like, his name carries in a bit, in a, no. In a bit anyway. No, um, not quite. But yeah, sorry. But also, I'd say like, I mean, he's like the biggest trade target, isn't he? He, he is the sort of player that if a team, like, probably what most people expect to happen, if someone trades for him in the middle of the season, you expect that to change that season. Really, I don't know. I don't know if there's many players in terms of like the sort of the impact you're expecting and like how much you know you're going to invest into that player to get them uh, more than him. Really, yeah, I, guess I think that's lot... that's fair. I mean, like the other guys that I I thought about putting in instead. I mean, some of them are probably on that level. But there are also others that, yeah, they've done really well this year. But it's not like a team's going to give up everything to get, try and get them to turn the season around. Um, whereas you expect if, if the Sixers get Lillard, for example, that is, that's like going to like turn the franchise around, potentially. Yeah, I guess that is also a little bit of like a, a legacy pick then as well, though, isn't it? It's because it's on yeah. what he can do. Yeah. Whereas what he's actually done when he's played this season is he's been playing yeah. hurt. He's not 
Yeah, I know. I, I, I guess my point. Yeah, I guess my point as well. Yeah, he's not been playing at that level this year, but it's also people don't expect that that's because he's now old and done because he's not that old. It's as much as anything. It's maybe his injuries and also maybe he's not that motivated anymore. He wants to just move on to the next thing. Well, um, he says he's motivated. Yeah, at least there's a difference in that, I suppose. Um, yeah, that's true. But and also. But then, even when you consider all that, look at the numbers, and it's like, are any of these other guys actually actually um, being more important or performing at a higher level, really? I'm not sure they are, even, even with him dropping off. Um, well, so I'd say Doncic is, and you've got Doncic yeah, as well. I, yeah, I've got Doncic. Doncic was in like, before I picked Lillard. Doncic is an interesting one as well because he's missed time, and I, I think the missing time doesn't matter as much because we're dealing with this covid season again so people missing time for yeah. covid or missing for other things it's a bit different but he's been out of shape coming into the season defensively not doing anything but he's another one where it's like he's not an mvp candidate but 25 8 and 9 and yeah I mean, it's it's basically it's disappointing compared to what people thought he might do this year but then the fact that it's disappointing you look at numbers it's like well actually he's still probably he like the assists nine assists a game almost 25 points a game it's like yeah, some seasons that that would be an MVP contender. But then I guess that's where, for me, a little bit, even if it's subconscious, is Dallas has won six more games than Portland, and I don't think that's all on Doncic and Lillard, like individually yeah. in both in both directions. But I do, I think that does end up playing into my like decision making a little bit. Um, yeah, just that Portland have been so bad. Like we've had in other years where where Beal and the Wizards were terrible, but Beal was leading the league in scoring, yeah. and it was touch and go. And Lillard's not doing that sort of offensively, and the Blazers are that bad. I think that's kind of the thing. Is so like, who, like, yeah, who have you got as your two? I've got. I'll run you through who the. I had Doncic obviously in this category, and then my other names here. Quite a few of them are not really that close to getting in. But are people that have been, I think, have played well enough to be close-ish. Aiton, Wiggins, Bain, Paul George, SGA, Fox, Valanciunas, and Dejounte Murray. Okay. And of those, Paul George would have been. I think he was going to start if he'd stayed healthy. Yeah, um, he's, he's he was amazing. on my list, but yeah, now he's. Out for the year, I don't know. Yeah. Well, whether he's, they're going to reevaluate him soon. Whatever. He's only played twenty six games. So, like, from all I just said about missing time, there is always a cutoff. Whereas, like, you've just not played enough basketball for it to count. Um, and for the the fun of this exercise as well, it seems very unlikely he's going to play in the All Star games. They'd have to replace him. So, like, there's not not much point picking him, is there? And I guess Lillard kind of falls into that a little bit potentially as well. I have. DeJounte Murray is my pick of that group. Um, he suffers again with the Spurs not being good. Um, but where Lillard is part of like the worst defense in the league, DeJounte Murray is seventh in steal rate, which is like, okay, that's not everything. But he is an amazing defensive player. He's got the same war on 538 as Chris Paul. And he's averaging 18, 8 and 9 for the season. Uh, yeah. And you think, well, if that was one more assist and two more rebounds, there would be like huge fanfare about it. But he's just sort of going, going about his business and 
no one seems that fussed by it. Yeah, that's that's fair. I guess yeah, the defensive side of it comes into it a lot. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just one of, one of those. I mean, it's yeah. I guess yeah, it's the po- point where you look at it of like the balance of all the different facts that come into it, isn't it? Between um, star power and uh, you know people that are like you say people that are like improving or having a standout year or whatever. Yeah, so I think, and then like the team winning stuff is obviously Bain is like, do the Grizzlies deserve a second one? Do you even, I think like none, neither of them are quite on the pace that, and I'm not sure it should ever really matter that you should definitely have a third for the Suns or Warriors. But I mean, Aiton and Wiggins would be those two. Wiggins is shooting 42% from three and scoring 19 per game and taking out like, the def- toughest defensive assignment. I don't yeah. think he's like an all-star player. But there's a chance he makes it because people are going to pull out the All Star game even more than usual yeah. this year. That's the thing. Is it if I was to go for someone having a like a step up, like stepping up this year, having a standout year, I would have gone Wiggins. I think because over I mean, Bain. Yeah, probably. I know partly. I mean, he's actually he's actually like a good defensive player now, isn't he, Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, and that, like for his whole career times. was like, oh well, he's just going to be a liability defensively before he got to the Warriors. And he's shooting forty percent from free. It's like that, you know. It's the kind of stuff that, um, yeah, that all star players do, isn't it? If if he do, if he could does if someone does that consistently for their career, then it's like, yeah, okay, that that's a player that every team wants, really. And needs, yeah, and he's not just like good defensively either. He was guarding Darius Garland the other night, and then when they face a big wing, he'll guard them a lot of the time. Like he's taken on like the full-on stopper role on the perimeter against basically anyone. Um, it's pretty. That's the other thing. On a slight side note, occasionally I'm hearing like, should the Warriors make a trade for X, Y, or Z? So, well, they almost certainly, well, not quite. There's some deals they could do without Wiggins. But for like a big deal for another star, they'd have to trade Wiggins. And at the moment, it's quite hard to see they get someone who's as good yeah. a fit because he's just doing exactly what they need. But that doesn't make you an all-star being a great fit either, does it? I no. suppose that's the other thing. No, I think also um, talking about the third player thing, is like, yeah, I guess in a way, some it sort of feels like... Uh, Golden State deserve a third player. Um, but then Phoenix maybe. have got a better record now, so yeah, maybe they don't. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I did, I did also have Aiton on my list um, of potentials. Um, I think an interesting one, though, that I, I didn't pick, um, I don't think you've mentioned, which usually, usually would be an all star, Anthony Davis. Not played enough. It's yeah, why I mean, he didn't cross my 27 games. What's yeah, your, I mean, What's your cutoff for that? Uh, well, I Paul George had 26. I don't think that was enough. How many of the Lakers played? The Lakers have played 41 games. And the other thing with Davis is he's still out. So between now yeah. and the All-Star game in a month's time, he's the percentage of games he's played is dropping. 
Yeah. And he wasn't great when he did yeah, that. Yeah, the other thing, yeah, looking at it is he is, I mean, he's not, he's not hit freeze. He's, he, well, he wasn't even he the worst jump shooter in the league after like was, six he wasn't weeks. Even, he wasn't even particularly, he didn't have a particularly good three point percentage last year either. And it's like, yeah, if he's not going to be shooting threes um, on a team with uh, LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, that's an issue. We have a problem then, yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't even really come into consideration for me. And maybe he should out of like, I mean, it's still a, a 23 and 10 season and great defense and everything. But I think the fact that he's been out so long, he's kind of, he's one of those players actually that's opened up the all-star voting this year. And the fact that I think both teams will have at least 15 or 16 players because of either COVID tests or people pulling out or whatever. But so you got Kyrie, I think Lillard sort of, because he's injured and he's out now again. He's another one who his game toe yeah. is going to drop. Paul George, Kawhi, Simmons, Davis. There's lots of spaces that would usually be guys who are pretty much guaranteed to be an all-star, who it feels very unlikely they're going to make it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I feel like we've, we've basically independently come to very similar conclusions at the West, haven't we? Really, there's like the one or two spot at the bottom. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's literally actually one spot we disagree on in the end, isn't it? Yeah, and I found the first ten. I didn't need to think about them too much, because um, that's the other thing with when I was came to the locks bit was like the next group I've got like Aiton, Wiggins, Bain, SGA, Fox, Valanciunas. There's no way any of them are getting in ahead of Booker. Yeah. That was kind of part of my decision as well. Was whereas like Murray is just part of that group, if you know what I mean. Um, but could I like leave out Moran for Fox? No, that would be ridiculous. Um, yeah, I've, I feel like there's yeah. quite a group of players in the Western Conference who are a long way ahead of everyone else. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think for me, like I said, if some of those that I didn't have as locks were. Um... Like, well, like with Booker and Paul, is like, yeah, I'm going to have some some Suns players probably, but it's basically, am I absolutely certain that I don't have eight in ahead of one of those? Um, which in the end I did. I, I in the end I did not go for eight, but you, I mean, you could equally have eight in the in the last spot. Um, That's fair. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, it's like it's not like they were. It's not like they were on the level of below like you know yeah it's just there was some uncertainty yeah is i'm not it, like I, maybe i have some of their teammates instead i think the same with green actually as well although when you think about it it's like yeah, green is way more important than wiggins i just look at wiggins 42 percent from free and he's defending the hardest guy it's like okay but, well having a second warrior is like i think we've got more of those yeah. issues in the east yeah all right so move you... on to, let's move on to the east yeah. Do you want to go your locks first? The locks. Okay. I once again have... You have a lot more locks than me again, don't you? I have nine. I again have six locks. Wow. You're going to have all the guys, I think, that I've got. Probably, probably again, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not. There's one that's maybe a little bit more controversial. So it's Durant. That's controversial, isn't it? It's pretty controversial. Yeah, really bold, that one. 
Uh, Yanis Antetokounmpo. Yes. Uh, Joel Embiid. Yep. And then I've gone for both of the Bulls players. Yep, I've got those two. Levine and DeRozan. My list isn't really in order, but I have actually got Yanis, KD, Embiid, DeRozan, Levine as my top five locks. And I think my sixth pick, you are probably not going to have as a lock. Go on then. Or maybe not at all. Um, James Harden. I've got him as a lock. He was my final. Okay. He was my ninth lock. I initially put him in the uh, in the other tier, and then I put him as a lock. Okay, so that is my locks. Those are my locks. I mean, do you want to hear my three? Yeah. Okay, so I've got all of the ones you have, and then I've got Trey Young, Drew Holiday, and Fred VanVleet. Thoughts? Okay. I do not have Van Vliet. I didn't even I didn't have Van Vliet on my list actually. Funnily enough. That's nuts. I, yeah, I mean, sorry. There's a know. bit of recency bias in that. Um he's sixth in Vorp though, and second in war. Okay. Second. Only Jokic has more, which is just kind of crazy. Yeah, I do, I guess maybe I guess the thing is I wasn't Maybe I just wasn't particularly thinking about the Raptors that much. The Raptors well. fans won't like that. No, I know. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I probably, he probably should at least be on my list, but I don't know if he's definitely a lock for me. Let's, see what, let's have a look quickly. What's his... I, I, this is also aided by the fact he's been on fire recently, uh, but he's 41% from three. Like I said, the advanced stats absolutely love him, which is partly, it's one of these things where it's the on-off, and that's because they don't have any other backcourt players. Yeah. Uh, 13.5 net rating. So Yeah, uh, that's the other th- that's the thing with the on-off ratings a bit. It's like, yeah, it's, his on-off ratings are good, but if you're a, your team's not that good, I think on-off ratings... Well, are, his, are quite, his team's yeah. good. It's just they don't have another player to do what he does. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, so they, they can be amazing when he's on the floor, but when he goes off, they literally don't... They end up with like Scotty Barnes doing sort of experimental point guard role, see what he can do. Um, but then at the same time, since he missed a couple of games at the end of December, 31, 35, 33, 19, 37, 32, 21 is his scoring. And they have won six of those seven games. The one they lost was actually last night to Phoenix by four points. Um, and he's been their best player of that stretch. So there's some recency bias, but there's also like Toronto looked like they could be a top six seed all of a sudden. And a lot of it's because of Van Vliet. Yeah, that's quite fair, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, let's have a look. Who have I got instead? Yeah, do you want to go through the rest the, of your picks in general, and then we'll see. Okay, so so you said young. I had young and holiday. Yeah, not as locks. I mean, um, with holiday again, it was um, it was you know I'm gonna ha- I'm obviously gonna at least have another Bucks player. I think I've holiday or Middleton and. Maybe it should. Maybe it is apparent, but to me, it wasn't like immediately. Like, yeah, definitely holiday over Middleton. Um, until I looked into it a bit. 
I think that's fair. I, I had Holiday because um, he's at 38% from three um, and he's got a 17.4 net rating was kind of my thing. Yeah. Man, Middleton's um, shooting has dropped off slightly this year. Still good, but not like ridiculous. Um, and then Trey Young, I, will, I did also pick him in the end. Um, he was, I, at one point I was thinking, is he a lock? He might be a lock. Because basically his offensive stuff is ridiculous. But then you look at it and it's like, yeah, well, yeah, obviously we all know about his offensive weaknesses. You look at his team and it's like, the thing is I've said many times before is basically the Hawks, they, they do now have an incredible offense. Absolutely terrible defensively. And it's basically like Trey Young is the heart of that team. And they become him. They, the team becomes Trey Young. And the team becoming Trey Young is they're not successful. So he's um, top in offensive Raptor. That was part of my thing. Yeah, it was like that, basically that's why in so the end good. I went for him. It's because his offense is so ridiculous. It's like he's a star offensively, at least even if um, he's not really helping his team win that much overall at the moment. I mean, he's obviously helping them win games, but you know, it's like well, not that many games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the 17 and 22 Hawks. That's kind of the thing, I guess, is with what we were talking about in the West, where you're taking in a little bit of, like, the winning stuff does somehow matter. And it's like, well, you need to be doing something pretty special to get in if your team's really bad. And they're not horrendous. But that's quite bad, isn't it? 17 and 22 for a team that just made the conference finals. Yeah. Uh, win shares, which is often skewed to big guys. He's the only point guard in the top 10 in offensive win shares. It's like he's really putting in a pretty special season. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just the offense is so good. Um, and basically, a coach at some point is going to have to work out how they can they can basically make it work where they have a functioning team, I guess. Um, yeah. Defensively with them on the court. Um, oh, yeah, so that was... Yeah, so... Those are the ones you had as locks. And then my extra ones. Um, We're looking Jimmy at Butler. four of these. Butler, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy okay. Butler. Did you have Jimmy Butler? No, he didn't make my final cut. Um, that was a really difficult one because games played mainly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that was the thing. It was like the doubt. I mean, yeah, he didn't play. He's not played that much, has he? He's but, played twenty-three games. Yeah, that um, is pretty low. But when he's when he has played, he's really good, and he's he's the most important player for a team that is going to be in the playoffs and like on the edge of contention. I'd say. I mean, okay, they have so almost that, the same record as the Nets now, and he's that's interesting. So on that most important player thing, he is when he's playing. But my counter to that is the Miami Heat are... I'll just go double-check their understandings. They're still third. Um, I've got Kyle Lowry as one of my picks. Um, okay. Which is not shooting the ball brilliantly, and his statistics in general are not that special. But he's played 36 games. This team that's been like falling apart, Bam's done his thumb in. He's only played 18 so Lowry's played 36. None of their, um, then only Robinson and Tucker have played more than 23. Lowry 36, Robinson 35, Tucker 33, Butler 23, Bam 18. 
and it was kind of on the like he's doing a sort of Chris Paul job with the Heat was yeah. my thinking there. Um, and he's not exactly the most glamorous player for an All Star. But when it came to deserving, I just sort of thought like Lowry's managed to like grind them through to some wins when Butler's not been there. Um, and I just I thought 23 games was just too low. That was my thing with Butler. Like his play deserves it, but 23 is just it was just a bit too low for me. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Um, but yeah, it's basically the Heat deserved a player. Yeah, and I thought you know if you bring a Heat player in. Statistically, Jimmy Butler is is their best player. But yeah, that's fair. Um, um, so Jimmy Butler, and then I have gone here for this is a bit of your um, you like to go for the new thing, and the uh, you know the 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 sort of the team is having a good season, players are having a good season. I've put Jarrett Allen in. I had a similar thing as I was saying. We're going to have some of these team things in the in the East as well. Yeah. I basically got like I don't know I I've I ended up picking Garland, um, but I've got Allen and Mobley down here as well. I I had Mobley down. Um, where was this? The yeah, there was. So if you look at it, so the thing basically the the thing that made me put, go back going back talking about the West here again for a second. Gobert is a definite um, lock. So when you look at like offensive win shares, defensive win shares, he is top in defensive win shares and second in offensive win shares. And, you know, just like incredibly efficient offensively this year in, inside. And um, one of the other players that, I mean, you know, you've got like Jokic in the top 10 on both lists. Um, Yanis is. And then also Jarrett Allen is, um, is up there on both lists. He's, He's sixth in defensive win shares and seventh in offensive win shares. I just thought, you know, that that seems good. Yeah, so I had, he's 13th in box plus minus and he leads the NBA in field goal percentage as well. Um, I can't really argue with having Allen in there. I would have easily put him in. Um, I just went Garland, 10.7 net rating. He's now, they've, so Sexton went out and then Rubio went out and now they've traded for Rondo. He's basically had to carry like all of the perimeter work. Those guys have helped him out at points, but he's been a bit of like a hodgepodge around him on the perimeter. Um, Okoro's now missing time as well. And he's what, as great as the others have been around him, like they could be a really good team with just Mobley or just Allen. Like, but the yeah. Gar- Garland has been the ever present. He's got a higher war than Donovan Mitchell and DeMar DeRozan as well, which I just thought was oh, kind God. of crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't think I really looked at war much. Uh, I maybe come, would have come to some different conclusions if I had. Um, yeah, okay. So uh, so you have Garland and Lowry, mm. where I have Butler and Allen. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, so again, then I've then um, I've thrown Jason Tatum in. I've got Tatum too. Uh, where it's, I wasn't happy about it. I wasn't that happy about it. I mean... Yeah, it's it's a thing, isn't it? The Celtics. I mean, they're sort of yeah. With Tatum and Brown, people expect them to be better than they are, and it's always I just like Tatum. They're nowhere near good enough, and there's not enough space to have Tatum and Brown, and yet they're always really close statistically. 
both good defensively, and it's just like, I don't know, Tatum is slightly ahead, he's played more games. Yeah, and I, I wonder if we did this in a couple of weeks, because Brown has had a couple of, like, more selfless games recently, and that could be what, how Warham differentiates themselves, is if they really take on this, like, wing playmaker role. Uh, Tatum, the positives I've got here, he's actually got a better war than Trey Young. We're talking about being two-way players. And he's still yeah. 11th in scoring. But he's been pretty inefficient. Yeah. 32% from three. I mean, His overall field goal I, percentage is not great. A stat I liked is that he leads the league in missed shots. Yeah, exactly. And that, So I don't love putting someone with that into, the, into an all-star team. Um, and also the Celtics keep like crumbling in fourth quarters and it's not all his fault by any stretch, but he's often got the ball in his hands in those situations. I just when I've watched, he does lots of driving into traffic yeah. and either chucking up a shot or getting turned over. It, it's yeah, basically maybe in a similar vein to Lillard's thing, although he's obviously not as much of a veteran as Lillard and done as much in his career. But he's he's basically a bit underwhelming. I've got. I, I would have him more sort. like Doncic. Yeah, young star yeah. that's kind of on the. He's basically an all-star lock by name almost already. And he's doing enough that, like, oh, he's still having a pretty good season, but he's nowhere near what we hoped for. Um, yeah. And his team, I mean, Dallas have actually been quite a lot better than Boston. In, um, in a way, though, it's also like they, it's like the uh, expectations, I guess, are just so sky-high for those guys because you think, oh, they're, like, they're young. Oh, we're hoping they're doing better than this. Then you look at their rat stats, it's like, okay, yeah, they're still better than most of the players in the league. Like most, even like the star players in the league, so they get in, which is sort of shows in a way of like how ridiculously high expectations are for those those sorts of players. Because um, he's still really on, like statistically, he he deserves to be in. But yeah, it's just yeah, um, I agree. Who you've got one pick left? Have you? You got one player left? Yeah. Okay, so we've. So you have, okay, yeah. So, yeah, have you also got one left that you've not revealed? No, because I gave up Van Vliet. Okay, I think that that was my final one here, basically. Okay, um, so I have got. Uh, even though I said earlier, if I wasn't sure about, um, you know how um, how like it was going to have more than two. Bucks or whatever. I did. I went for Chris Middleton in the end. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, mean, I find it hard to go with a third buck over Van Vliet just because of. But then the Bucks have been so awesome when they've had their big three. I guess, but yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't hate it. Um, my honourable mention. So I had Jalen Brown just like with a Jason Tatum probably just edges him. No, next to yeah, it. Yeah, same. I had Sabonis, who the yep. advanced numbers really like, 19, 12, and 5. But again, the paces have been so bad that, like, yeah, it's one of those, really he, he's been really important for the paces, but the paces aren't very good. One of those. Yeah, and then my final one was kind of like, I mean, he he's going to get, I think he's got a lot of fan votes and he's going to make a lot of all star games. I had Lamello Ball. I would have loved to that, get Lamello Ball in. Yeah, I've got him on there as a yeah. If you're going for a Hornet, he's the one. But nineteen, and just seven, and eight is like yeah. that's really good. Um, yeah, and the, also the, the the flashy passes and everything that goes. 
that goes in the all-star game doesn't it that fits yeah yeah exactly um, he's he's like a perfect all-star performer but i guess basically his statistics although he's really high in steal rate are just like slightly worse than Dejounte murray who i put in um and i actually think the east is more competitive for all-stars this year anyway so he wasn't that close for me unfortunately yeah. Um, did you not have no nothing for Beal? No, no considerations at all. I had him on no. my long list. I partly had that because the Wizards have dropped off recently, and they've had lots of absences and stuff. But it's when he started put, getting his numbers back up is when they've been losing. Oh, okay. uh, when they were good at the start of the year, he was not very good. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is, I'm not saying that's his fault. I think he's gone into protocols now, actually. But like. Yeah, he's put up some better scoring numbers recently. He had like a 35.9 and a 37.9. Um, but he's still under 30% from three for the season, just about 24, five and six. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? But not yeah. quite for me. Okay, yeah. So, we well, we've done it all, haven't we? We've done it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else we, we've really missed out. Um, I mean... You can you can tweet us if we have. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Feel free, anyone listening, to tell us in whatever way you can. You can find uh, what you would pick, who you would pick, and who you vote for. The ones, yeah, the couple that I guess you could you could like throw in at the edge are like Vucevic, Miles Bridges, Siakam are like right on the periphery. But I think they're behind even the guys we just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, I agree on that one. Um, and Vucevic just doesn't... Yeah, he, His scoring just isn't that high, is it? Now he's with those other guys. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and his three-point shot wasn't great at the start of the year and all that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, until next time... Um, everyone, uh, you know, keep keep looking at the website. Keep tweeting us if you want. Um, and review the podcast. Yeah, just five star ones though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you're not leaving the five star review, then just don't bother. Actually. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So you do that, and then uh, listen to the next podcast too, if you can. Uh, so yeah, speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.